You're listening to the Saturday Breezeway Show. Pizza Hut is giving delivery drivers a special gift this holiday season. Starting December 6th, customers can now order the new reverse delivery mat to leave on their doorstep by visiting Pizza Hut's merch website. What? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. That's your job to deliver pizza. So why do I need to put a mat down? So they Pizza Hut is doing a new thing. So if you um they deliver a pizza to you, they'll actually deliver one to the delivery driver as a special gift. Why? They probably eat all the free pizza they want right now. So why do I need to one get a mat for them to get free pizza, which I'm sure they're taking all the free pizza they want now. But we're just sharing the holiday season. This is our joy You're for the right. holiday season. Some ulterior motive in there somewhere. I can't figure it out right now, but I'm sure there's something crazy going on. We're paying for it. We're paying for our pizza plus the delivery driver's pizza. I guarantee you. And the CMO that works at Pizza Hut said, many of us look to delivery drivers to deliver joy during the holiday season. But this is our chance to give some cheer back in the form of a delicious meal for delivery drivers to enjoy. I don't know about you, but I'd rather just go get the pizza because now I'm paying for two pizzas and that's not what I signed up for. This is supposed to be convenient, not convenient for delivery driver, convenient for me. I don't have any problem with delivery drivers, but I need to be able to get my pizza without worrying about the other person's pizza. In 2022, more than 11.7 billion packages and letters were delivered during the holiday season. Now <laughs> I'm just reading this article here. And Pizza Hut says that its drivers deliver customers over 110 million pizzas every year. That sounds like baloney to me. When we come back, we'll talk about the e-pulse right here on J94.7. We're live every Saturday at 3 Eastern Standard Time. Stay tuned. The Saturday Breezeway on J947. Welcome to the E-Pulse on the Saturday Breezeway show. And we've got some interesting stuff coming your way. McDonald's now has adult Happy Meals. And we're talking about why grown-ups are loving them. <laughs> well, I've been loving them all along because I always said that this is for my son and it was always for me. So what's the big deal about the Happy Meal for grown-ups? Well, now apparently they don't want you to have to order a kid's Happy Meal. They want you to get your adult-sized Happy Meal with a um, toy or any other <laughs> entertainment that they give you in there. What type of entertainment have in there? The nostalgic toy. From the McNugget Buddy Collectibles. Brock's. I want a lottery ticket. I don't want no toys. It's the Kerwin Frost box. I don't but, remember that. <laughs> but McDonald's is inviting customers to feel like kids again with this latest iteration. And Lance West from Oklahoma shared his excitement over on X of his own Kerwin Frostbox saying that he absolutely loves the nostalgia and McDonald's was his first real job in high school and he's had an affinity for the Big Mac ever since. (laughs) Come on, you're 59 years old. I feel like we can grow out of that segment by now. 
But psychology experts think this is no surprise. Who doesn't want to play? Who doesn't want to experience being a kid again without the responsibility of adulthood? You're not going to get rid of all of your adulthood responsibilities by eating a meal for five minutes. Exactly. So I need some adult situation here. I need some adult money. Um, pay my mortgage for a month if I get an adult happy meal, something like that. You have to have something more interesting that the adult might enjoy, not a kid toy for an adult. That's not going to erase my responsibility. I still got to have responsibility regardless if you put a toy in my, my Happy Meal. There's not really a lot of playgrounds for adults. Yes, it is. You can run in your backyard just like you did when you were a child. You can go to the playground. Yes, it may look a little weird sliding down the slide as an adult, but you can do it. It's no law against you. <laughs> well, there's also casinos and stuff that most adults would enjoy anyway. The whole McDonald's experience is almost like adults being once again on a playground. Don't know if I agree with that, Miss Barbara. The playful supersized Happy Meal packaging and the included collectible make it so much more fun. Is this okay? Are y'all okay? Because I don't know about you, but this don't sound right. It's just a faster way to get fat and kill you off, I guess. <laughs> it starred this idea in October 2022 with the Cactus Plant Flea Market what? streetwear brand for their adult Happy Meal. So, in October of 2022, the Adult Happy Meal was launched with the streetwear brand, Cactus Plant Flea Market. What a name. We gotta take a look at New York City. New York City? <laughs> the people of the North, while they're having an unusually warm winter this year, they've got some gourmet meals coming to school lunch in New York City. <laughs> they're supposed to have not hamburgers and stuff. They're supposed to have like steak, jollof, cauliflower, <laughs> and all that delicious food. So they're going to go international on us and healthy. Yep. They're also going to have chicken dumplings, kidney bean. I don't even know how to say that. Rajma, please don't tweet me if I said that wrong. Kachumba salad, vegan teriyaki nuggets, black bean taco, jerk chicken, and pineapple fried rice. They're trying to get these children fat while they're in school. Fat and fine. Fat and fine. Yeah. So, people in New York going to get some good food at school. Might not want to leave, but sorry, you're going to have to. Now we're going to get to Am I the Idiot? If you have any trending issues in your life, visit the SaturdayBreezeway.com and we'll be happy to read your letter on the air. So I'm a newlywed and my in-laws are rolling into town for Christmas and staying at my wife's in my new house. They mentioned wanting to dine out for Christmas dinner, but I offered to whip up a home-cooked feast instead. Unfortunately, they turned down the offer. Now here's where it gets interesting. I'm currently working as a server in our town after being recently being laid off from my corporate job. Lucky for me, the restaurant is closed on Christmas Eve and Christmas. Hold on. So you work as a server 
And so this is a Christmas dinner. I feel like can, I can already see where this is going. Well, turns out my mother-in-law had other plans. She called up my workplace without speaking to me beforehand and asked me to be their server for the entire Christmas dinner. Usually people have Christmas dinner at home with their family. I found out through my wife that I'd be playing the role of their server for their festive family celebration. And my Christmas quote-unquote gift would be a sweet tip and takeout for my restaurant. I don't know about you, but I would not want to be serving my family on Christmas Day. But technically, you do that. You just do it at the comfort of your home, so... But to get paid for it, that just doesn't seem right. That's okay with me. In fact, I hope somebody paid me this Christmas and I cook. Seems a bit odd, especially since our restaurant isn't even open on Christmas Eve or Christmas, and I'd be available to spend time with them on those days. <laughs> I figured it out. The mother-in-law knows he's already fired. Right? Well, that is strange that she would just call up a random restaurant to have him serve them and that he happenly go there already he already works there so that so i think the wife is hiding something this just sounds really fishy she might have went and um you know got him fine i just went up there and asked like that well bob was so and so is my husband and this day and the other and started acting a fool and we don't know but they didn't give us that context. I politely declined because let's be real, being excluded from Christmas dinner while working as their server, that's a hard pass for me. Unfortunately, I was told that I was being dramatic and there's nothing weird about me being their server for their family's Christmas dinner. Thoughts are greatly appreciated. Well, I think that um, he needs to have a serious talk with his wife. Why? This is just not normal behavior. Usually in traditional roles, the husband and wife host, and really most of the time, the wife is serving. So why all of a sudden she has to bring in her family for him to serve? What what point is she trying to get over to her parents that, the, you know, her husband is going to take good care of her and you guys too when you get old and gray and crippled and whatever disabled i mean and change the diapers i don't know i mean this is this a, a bit odd usually when people invite someone to their home they'll talk to their significant other and say hey you know thanksgiving coming up christmas coming up whatever fourth of july um i've talked to my parents maybe they want to come in and you agree about it, but these, I mean, these people just invite themselves in or the daughter and her parents invited. It's just the whole situation is strange. Well, I think that they're leaving out something because why would the wife want the husband to go work for her family for Christmas dinner? That just is out of place. Without having a reasonable discussion, especially because you're a newlywed, you're trying to um, 
figure each other out, learn a little bit more about each other, and get used to being a married couple. And the first thing that you would want to do for your first Christmas is have your husband serve your family at his restaurant for your first Christmas. Well, I think I may have figured a little bit out. Maybe because he lost his big corporate job, she's trying to rub it in his face. Like, hey, dude, you're going to have to do something better than serve some chops, some steaks, and some macaroni. You got to get out there and do some a real job with real money because I like that cushy corporate lifestyle. So I think that that may be the crux of it. And he's probably a little embarrassed, maybe, um, to have to work. You know, I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. It's an honest living to, you know, work at a, a restaurant. All of us, I think, have done jobs that we're not absolutely proud of, but it paid the bills. And to me, that's more honorable than stealing or, I don't know, selling drugs. I don't know, just going dark, whatever. But I just think the whole situation is, is sad. And no, I don't think he's an idiot. He may have to think about his selection of wife right now because this is just not normal behavior. Most newlyweds, either want to be by themselves on their first holiday or even if they want to be with their family, usually the, the in-laws will host the first holiday. So I, I don't know. I'm a little bit lost for this one. I feel like this whole family is out of place and out of order because the mother-in-law should never be reaching out for you to come work on the holiday where you were planning to take off. Well, you're restaurant was not even supposed to be open. That just makes it even more ridiculous that they want them to do this on the day before they close. I don't know. It's, it's just a little bit fishy. I think the wife is not um, disclosing everything. And I think he's a little bit maybe ashamed, and he shouldn't be. You know, things happen. Whether he lost his job by something, you know, he did or not, um, things happen, and he's trying to do make the best out of the situation, but um, he's in a pickle, that's for sure, and um, he needs to get to the bottom of it. Now, how he gets to the bottom of it, I don't know. I know when you first get married, you don't want to really ask a lot of questions. You know, you're just trying to still learn each other and cooperate with each other and, and not cause any disturbances. But I think that he needs to sit down and have some hard questions with her um, and maybe just say, you know, let's do something different, uh, non-traditional, uh, unlike me serving your family for Christmas. I don't know. What you think? Well, serving your family for Christmas, I think it's totally okay and probably not for your first Christmas and overall. I don't think you're the idiot. I don't think so at all. I just think that um, you just need to look over your choices um, as a person yourself and try and reconcile and just be a little bit real with them about how you feel about working on the holidays, even though they don't think it's weird. Throw that them in their face. What if you ask them to work, all of them to work, on the Christmas dinner while you just sit there and do this, that, and the other. 
so they can get a feel for how it would feel for them, so they can understand how you feel. Well, the only idiots I'm, I'm really starting to think here is maybe the wife and her family. Um, this is just not traditional. I guess, you know, everybody, you know, not everyone even celebrates Christmas, first of all. And then everybody's tradition is different. You know, a good friend of mine, they always get Mexican food for Christmas. Um, they grew up in Texas. They, you know, that's that's just their thing. They never did turkey and dressing. They find that to be kind of weird. I know some people do other takeout foods um, on holidays. But the, the main thing here is that there needs to be a serious conversation between the two uh, and decisions being made between the husband and wife, not the husband, wife, and mother-in-law. It just it looked like it's three people in this marriage. Coming up, we're talking about the toxic tipping culture right after this. You're listening to the Saturday Breezeway Show. Now, you know the tipping culture here is very toxic and it's getting out of control. I'm just so tired of that tipping culture. So we're talking about how same-day delivery can turn sideways. So one day I saw Target had a coupon where you can get free shipped if you spend $50. So I'm like, okay, I'll try this out. So I ordered some stuff for the house and it comes to about... $50 minimum, and I order. I pick it up. I enjoy the stuff. So one day I'm out and about, and we're not going to be able to get to the grocery store, but I need some groceries. Definitely need some stuff for the house. So I decided to go on and see who was able to um, deliver, and it was Target. So I went on. But, you know, your standard household essentials, water, milk, eggs, bread, and all the other things that you would need. So I go on and see, well, my local Target does not have this stuff available. So they give you an option about five or six Targets within about 20-mile radius of your house. That sounds crazy. To um, order from. So I picked this one. It's about a 17 mile or one and a half hour drive. Atlanta traffic is bad. And so I go on and order it. So we're continuing on with our day. I get a text message from this delivery driver about an hour after. This delivery driver sends me a picture of the aisle. The aisle. It, it looks like a destructive tornado tore through the aisle. When I look at the picture, I had ordered Ritz crackers. All the Ritz crackers of the one I had ordered were just all opened up and spilled all over the aisle. He had to have done. That's, <laughs> that's, that, who goes in there? I don't know any child that loved Ritz crackers so much that they would go in there and take the time to open each one and spill it. Now, if you said Oreo cookies, okay, maybe. But Ritz who has a fetish for Ritz crackers? I, I, you know, I'm not against Ritz crackers. I love Ritz crackers, but I don't love them enough to go in there and just take a bite out of each box. Maybe there's a cracker addict. <laughs> the cracker addict, the crack addict, whatever. <laughs> 
Okay, so I start communicating with them because, well, I'm not going to be able to get that one, but I need Ritz crackers for my recipe. So I start saying, well, give me the um, lower salt one since that's available. They take a while to respond, sir, and then they say it's not available. So I say, just give me the store brand. It's about the same thing, right? So uh, I have to stop you on that. The store brand, mm -mm. no thank you. To me, it tastes just the same. It's just cheaper. I'm just connoisseur of crackers, obviously. <laughs> so they just ended up giving me the um hint of salt cracker, so that wasn't an issue. So they text me, oh, I'm about 55 minutes away from your house. So I'm like, okay. They go on over there. They drop off the stuff, send me the picture. Just a standard same-day delivery thing. So then it gets time to tip. Now it's like you went over and beyond, trying to contact me, could have just canceled the item. Did a fairly well job and to drive that far, so I gave you a tip. So the order came to about like forty dollars, so I gave about like a four dollar tip. They they think you cheaper. You didn't do their twenty percent. Mm-hmm. And so they say thanks for the four dollar tip in the text message. And that's where the problems arise. Mm. Did I do something wrong? Did I not tip them enough? Nope. Because to me, they didn't do that well of a job as following my instructions because I really had changed my mind, but they still got the other kind of cracker that I didn't really want. Well, you could have rejected it, couldn't you? And so I go back and text them back and say, thanks for being above and beyond. You want to guess what I got back? Sure, all lower cases. Like a very sarcastic response. Now, it's text messaging, so I'm not sure if it's sarcastic or if they were just being really honest and were just typing and driving, which please don't do, stay safe. Um, give us your thoughts, 678-660-J947. Again, that's 678-660-5947. Leave us a message, because I truly want to know your thoughts. We'll see you back next Saturday right here on J947. Breezing away. The Saturday Breezeway Show. J947, America's number one national hit music station.